They say money can't buy happiness, but you can sure as shit rent it. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and take some home today. This week on the BFCast, I'll put you away so far, they're going to have to airmail in light. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMCast. Hey! BAMCast! BAMCast! Episode 466. Nice. Cool. Mm-hmm. Weed. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he behaved this week and you blew it. <laughs> this, is my, this has been my plan all along. That was like keeping up with the Nintendo numbers. Mm-hmm. I finally poisoned him. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I just... Right. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And Mackie has... Uh, disappeared this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's taken a lot of vacation days. He's in the, art, the he's in the wings of an angel or something. <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> he is far away from me. Right. Uh, but not that far. Yeah. Uh, so what we do each and every episode of this here Bathcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half and then we rate them. Good bad movies enjoyed by bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. I like robot jocks. Do you? I do. Nice. That's why we built a rating system around it. Cool. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> However, there are bad, bad movies that stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags is in giant bags of trash. Sack them up. Put them in the bin. Take them to the road. Chuck them in the fucking sea. Get it in get the fucking in sea. Get in the fucking sea. Uh, so, yeah, we're doing forced, m- force majeure. <laughs> force majeure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And week two <laughs> brings us 1983's Deadly Force. Deadly Force. Yeah. D-Force. It's, uh, it's got Wings Houser in it. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's got Wings Houser. It's, it's got Wings Houser. It's it got Wings Houser. Yep. Um, do, do you want me to read the plot summary? Yes, I oh, do. God damn it. As is tradition. As is tradition. All right. I didn't really look through this, so it's, it's going to be kind of a long one. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Stoney Cooper, a former Los Angeles police officer, is at a low point in his life kicked off the force because of his anti-authority attitude, he now ekes out a living as a freelancer in New York. All this changes when the daughter of an old friend is killed by a serial killer terrorizing L.A. I'm, I'm going to stop there. Okay. That sounds about right. Yeah. Sure. Um, mm. So, Deadly Force is brought to us by the following BAMFCast alums. Okay. Writer Barry Schneider, Schneider. Uh, who wrote Roller Boogie in Class of 1984. Mm-hmm. Wings Hauser, as you may have guessed by our saying that Wings Hauser is in this movie. It's mm, uh, a good guess. <laughs> from <laughs> such Banffcast movies as Watchers 3, Original Gangsters, La Bounty, and Beastmaster 2 on Banffcast Extra. Banffcast Extra. Al Ruscio from Showgirls and The Phantom. Uh-huh. And Lincoln Kilpatrick from Cool Breeze, Bulletproof, and Fortress. Yeah. I don't remember who Al Ruscio is. He's Sam. Sam, okay. He's his buddy. I like Sam. Mm-hmm. Sam was all right. Who was Lincoln Kilpatrick? He was, was that the captain? police captain. Nice. Yeah. I liked Hoxley. him as well. Hoxley. 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 Yeah. Um, oh, Hoxley. So, yeah. Yeah. I didn't pay attention to the first couple of minutes of this movie because I had to like, do something. But uh, Okay. I mean, I know there was a, there was a murder. Uh, yeah, um, so uh, there's a, a girl lady, taking yeah. a shower. A lady starts her day mm-hmm. doing all the things. Listening and to some like cool goes for 80s a, LA radio. Goes for a stretch yep. by the window. Yep. 
And then it's like... Kind of bend. <laughs> out the window. Yeah. She's gone out the window. Well, she gets stabbed. Oh. Uh, she gets her neck slit. Yeah. And then pushed out the window. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. There's a serial killer in LA called the X-Killer. X-Killer. Because he's carving X's into their foreheads, mostly, uh, when, when he kills them. And mm-hmm. so... We've got to go to New York for a few minutes to introduce Wings Hauser, who's mm-hmm. just... It's it's a confusing intro, because I did pay attention to part of this. Uh-huh. It's a confusing intro, because he's being called in for to, like, hostage negotiate, negotiate except there is no hostage. Mm-hmm. There's just a guy in a warehouse, like, going, I'm going to blow this fl- place up. Yeah. Well, he's holding the warehouse hostage. Right. Yeah. Well, he's, he's Citizens already... Citizens United have determined that corporations are people. He's so. already gotten okay. a call from L.A. Mm-hmm. to LA. go out to L.A., and we, we're not quite sure what he's doing because we see him playing the world's weirdest street game I've ever seen. It's like roulette, but with a mouse. <laughs> they spin a, a roulette wheel and just put a rat on it. And the rat staggers into one of the holes on the wheel. And then whatever number that rat jumped into is who wins. So mm-hmm. he's he's watching that. He's playing basketball with a soccer ball. He gets paged. He goes, answers the page, loses the soccer ball in the crowd or in the in traffic. And so he's got to go to L.A. But then he's like playing piano in a nightclub and he's already he, it's already like the end of the day. He's like he he didn't have a tux on, but now he has a tux on. But it's already been he's in disheveled mode like he's mm-hmm. been working all night and he gets a call at the bar like, hey, come down to this warehouse. We've got a situation. Right. And but he gets driven there in a cab by Estelle Getty. Yes. Um, from the Golden Girls, if, right. in case you don't know, right? Uh, but from "Stop or My Mom Will Shoot." <laughs> yeah, her, her most <laughs> yes. famous role. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, where he just changes in the car. I, like, so was there a title card drop that it said it was in New York, or were you just like, "Hey, it's New York" because there's a rat it, 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 and cabs and stuff? <laughs> it's after he got off the phone. The camera pans up and you see the New York, New York. skyline. Okay. And you're like, "Oh, he's in New York." See, that's the part I must have missed because, like, he shows up at. Like basically where I started tuning back in, he shows mm-hmm. up at this at this warehouse mm-hmm. and he puts on like he's was changing in the car and he he finishes like by putting on like a police windbreaker and it says LAPD on it. Yeah. And so I was like, wait, that was a New York cab. What the fuck? Right. Like it's, con- it's, it's confusing. confusing also like, I got to go to L.A. And it's like, <laughs> well, are you not in L.A.? Because yeah. you have an LAPD yeah. jacket on. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. it was confusing. But I kind of figured that right. like this must be New York. Yeah, I thought, I thought I thought for a second I thought it was like a John McClane situation, like he's visiting, yeah, and yeah, he's like got to go out to the coast, yeah, or something. I don't know, but right. anyway, he he, this guy is like in one of those overhead crane, sky bucket type things. Well, he's been called by this guy who runs like a warehouse and probably mm-hmm. is a bunch There's of illegal, illegal shit, aliens yeah. working there, and he's not doing proper things inside either. And he's like, this guy is strapped himself with dynamite, and he's gonna blow up the building. So mm-hmm. could you come take care of it? I'll pay you twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So he's like, okay. So yeah, he's up in the crane, like just riding back and forth in this place, just shouting bullshit at, at the. He thinks that the old man has come into the warehouse and he's just yelling shit at him. Right. But it's really Wingshauser who is scaling the building. Yeah, he sneaks sneakily. in and yeah gets up top and like Spider Man crawls along this rafter. He reverse Busey's up. Yeah, and eventually like drops in the sky bucket directly behind him silently. Yes, and pulls a gun on him and the guy's like still holding the plunger and everything mm-hmm. and he does a whole thing of like oh is that a japanese made plunger i've seen one of those go off blah blah blah. you know you don't want bullshit. that thing to go off yeah. is... he's like tell you what uh you know the guy's like uh sal or whatever the fuck the guy's name has been sleeping with my wife that's why i'm gonna blow the place up mm-hmm. he's like what if i pay you two two grand we'll just walk out of here alive 
And like, then they there's, there's no cops or anything, and they, yeah, they negotiate. They scream negotiate at each other. Yeah. Uh, at one point, uh, Wingshauser... I thought he shot this dude because they're in such close proximity, yeah, yeah. but... He, I thought he shot him in the nuts. Yeah, but no, he just apparently shot into the floor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, eventually they settle on a number, $4,000. Mm-hmm. And then they just walk out. Yeah. Anyway, he like grabs the plunger off the detonator and is like, I guess it's free. And yeah. then he just walks this guy out who's like victory lapping. He's, he's just he's, like, oh, yeah, well, I, power I, to me. I you did know? it. And yeah. And then the guy's like, you, he's still strapped with dynamite. He's like, you paid me to get him out of the building, not to disarm him. Wah, yeah. wah, bye. And he just, walk, walk. He just hands the money, I, the, the yeah. 4000 to that guy. And as he's trying to get into the cab, Estelle Getty just fucking floors it because he's like, why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then he's uh he's in LA. He's TWAing into LA. That's an airline. Is it? I have to explain. We we could have to explain these references. These old man references. (laughs) Well, TWA has been gone for a while, so it was an airline. Qantas. Yeah. Yeah. Is it it Qantas or is it Qantas? Pardon me. (laughs) There's no U in Qantas. It's just Q A N T A S. I don't know. Anyhow, um, <laughs> TWA it's, it's was... Quato, I think. Yeah, okay, it's Qatar. Um, it's like guitar. Guitar. Uh, TWA was the first airline I flew on. Oh, Thank oh. you for this You're quite welcome. moment. Yeah, hmm. that's sweet. That's what united us all together. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Wings is in... Uh, Southwest. He's in LA. <laughs> JetBlue. <laughs> all right. Yep. Uh, uh-huh. He's He's met by Sam. Mm-hmm. Who's well? Just, it's it's the old old days of airports where you could go to the gate. So right. like they cross like as he's leaving, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, hey, oh, you're Sam, here!" Hey. Yeah. And so Sam, his it's his granddaughter, granddaughter or niece or something. Who granddaughter? Okay, who was killed in the opening scene, mm-hmm. and he's sad, and he wants wings to come out because the LAPD is useless, mm-hmm. and he's gonna pay him or no, he's just <laughs> there's a reward. To catch the guy. Quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. And he's like, okay, just, hey, find this guy and I'll help you out. I'll be your your investigating buddy and we'll tool around LA together. And this guy is a uh, locksmith, or he, not locksmith. He's, no, a, he's, he's a, a criminal. He's a criminal <laughs> lock picker. <laughs> right. But as, as, well, it's important to note, like, so as they were like, hey, uh, I'm sorry to hear about your granddaughter and all this, and we're going to find her, all this stuff. And a airport cop where he is in, like, Get, get me Huxley or yeah. Oxley or whatever his name is. He's here. Yeah. And so, like, they take off in his shitty yellow station wagon thing, and... It's not any shitty yellow station wagon. It's a here we cool go. old Volkswagon. Okay. <laughs> but it's, like, it's got different colored doors, and, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's seen so, better days. Yeah. But they immediately get pulled over by the cops, or, like, cops, you know, careen in front of them, mm-hmm. almost causing an accident, and it's, like, it's his old police chief captain guy, whatever. Lieutenant, yeah. now captain. Yes. Yeah. And he's just like, I thought you told you to never come back and taking your badge is the best day of my life. Blah, blah, blah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Right. All it's, that, all that kind of typical bullshit. It's just there. It's just whatever he did. He just didn't play by the rules mm-hmm. and he got thrown off the force. But yep. in this movie's world, it he just he left. <laughs> he didn't get his badge back. He's just like, fine. Fuck you. I'm going to New York. Right. Um, yeah. Which he's not like a private high. He's just a. Fixer, I guess. Literally, no idea yeah. what he was doing in New York. He he just he got paid to do that thing, but who knows what right. he was actually doing. Um. So anyway, like from there, he's like, I oh, gotta like, go. As soon as they're let free, like he's just Sam is like his personal chauffeur. He's just like, well, they immediately go. He's like, take me to my ex-wife. Oh yeah, that's the first thing. Yeah. So they go to see his ex-wife, and he just he still has a key because apparently he used to live I here. I don't know if there was a key situation. It's one of those like sketchy like. 
He had a key. He yeah, was staying on. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had yeah. a key. And but I mean, it's one of those like, you know, go in the freight elevator and I live above right. shops and stuff. Yeah. So he goes in and she's in there with a dude who's a co-worker apparently, but they're just kind of chilling. And he just comes in, starts playing the piano because it's established earlier. That's what he does. Yep. Um, I just want to, I want to know that, well, it turns out she's a news reporter and, mm-hmm. and Diego is the guy who's there is, is her cameraman. Yeah. Um, but I only note that because when he gets introduced to me, he's like, what was your name again? Dayglo? Dayglo. <laughs> Diego. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a classic. Like, right. You know, you may be hitting on my wife or girlfriend or whatever. I'm going to call you by the wrong name. Yeah. Thing. Nothing comes from that. No. Not really. um, and this is just your Max husband. Get out of here. And he's like, but I'm here. And she's like, yeah, I don't want you to be here. And he's like, yeah, but I'm here. And I'd also, like, hey, you're working on the X murder thing yeah. here. You got oh, look leads. at your your corkboard yeah, with yeah, all the clues yeah, on it. Maybe you got a murder wall over here. <laughs> we can put our heads together and come up with something. She's like, get out. He's like, all right, fine. So then it's just montage with Sam. It's just like, yeah, I mean, yeah, they just they go hit the streets and shaking down people like for information. And and early on, he gets accosted like he's he's just walking down the street and dudes pull up in a car and hit him with right, the car door. right after he leaves. Might have been. Yeah. And it's just it's two dudes menacing him and beating him up. And then Sam kind of distracts them and they're like, all right, fuck you. And they leave. And Sam's like, what, what was all that about? And he was like, oh, well, this other guy wanted me out of town too. what head gangster in town yeah i guess i guess before the shakedown montage that he goes to see that guy too yeah because it's like suddenly it's night and he's sneaking into yeah, his he place. immediately goes and breaks into that guy's house head gangster ashley ashley mm. ashley yeah so the two thugs that confronted him are apparently the only two thugs that work for that guy because they come out and confront him and he has an awkward fight with the two of them um and then gets into his house where he's got a big titty lady in the, in the bed with him <laughs> eating like popcorn out of a giant crown bowl. I don't know what this is, but this is how <laughs> I want my popcorn served to me at all future movies. It's like a crown for a hippo. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Just yep. imagine like if you were to put a crown on a hippopotamus. Yep. Think about it like a Disney <laughs> hippopotamus. I, I believe crown. that's a Mike Tyson's punch out character. But yes, you're right. Yes. Yeah. You are correct. Crown for a king hippo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so she's. Just laying in bed with her titties hanging out, eating popcorn out of this crown, watching a Marilyn just Chambers porno. Living the best fucking life. And dude's just sleeping. With a with an old school like RGB projection oh, screen yeah. thing above yep. him. Yeah. yeah. So. That thing costs like $40,000. Oh, yeah. At the time. But Wingshauser just goes over to the guy and is just like, hey, Snookums, wait up, wake up. And he's just like, ah, what? Ah, you. And he's just like, yeah, I'm here. I'm going to be here for three weeks. Deal with it. And I think this is like, this is between the first scene where he basically pays the guy with the own money he's going to get for getting the guy out of there this is trying to establish the i'm going to make a deal with you with money i don't actually have yet yeah because he's like hey i want three weeks you guys don't leave me alone i'm going to catch this x killer mm-hmm. and i'm going to give you half the uh, quarter million dollar bounty for right. him and uh he's like, like nah, he's like he's like fine two weeks two and, weeks get the fuck he, out yeah and don't push your luck so, mm-hmm. so he's gotten a pass from this guy but it's just it's the movie is attempting to establish like this is his thing Except he does it these these two times, and then he talks about doing it later, and it never really comes up. Yeah, sort of. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's it's trying to give him like a quirk or a oh he's actually kind of a shitty whatever he is, but mm-hmm. it doesn't. Nothing really comes of it. Yeah, because then they do go basically do what we we get to watch actual police work, which is just go talk to you know contacts people that were near a thing that happened. People that might know somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and, until you get a lead. I mean, that, that's that's what's weird about the second act of this movie. It's like, you know, watching actual police procedure is really boring. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, even in a montage. Yeah. And I, I think we can go ahead and say now 
the music in this movie is trying so hard <laughs> to make everything seem exciting, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> the music, though, is just fucking guitars wailing and just synth beats, and it's just like 80s movie action, and it's like, yeah, but none of that's happening on screen. <laughs> right. So thanks for that, but... Yeah, what the only thing, like, he meets one dude who, um, oh, there's another murder victim. There's, like, just killings yeah, going yeah. on, and, and half of them never even get acknowledged. And honestly, we see the killer, like, the second or third one. We, we kind of saw him in the first one, a little bit. Just a little for, bit, for but... Like, half a second, but then it's like... It's, he comes, he's killed someone in a lady's bathroom, and just walks out, wiping the ice pick clean, right, and, and you're like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, plus, like, uh, there, <laughs> there was points where he was, like trying to shoot them when he doesn't get a chance like he's got he's got this weird like it looks like a shotgun with a scope but he's like across the street with it or a yeah. pistol yeah with it's a scope. got like a pistol caliber caliber barrel but it looks like a sawed off shotgun yeah, but it's, it's got a scope it's, mm-hmm. it's just weird because yeah. um strong one of the one of the dudes that got murdered when they first got to town besides you know the granddaughter is just an uh a lady comes to a bus stop and there's just a dead guy on, on the bus stop yeah bench and falls over. But he's know. like a white dude in the barrio, and he's, yeah. you know, everyone's like, well, what's this guy doing here? This doesn't make sense. And yeah. So, like, they, you know, the cops come, and, you know, they're trying, he's, like, poking at the body and stuff, and they're like, get out of here. Um, and he just basically finds this pickpocket dude who's, like, standing near the crowd, and, yeah. like, he's basically like, you know what's going on. Tell me some information. He's like, I can't, I don't, I can get some information, but meet me here later. So, like, yeah. that guy's a potential lead, and then... Eventually, I'm going to skip ahead because like they go they meet up with him they go meet up with him again eventually he's like yeah it turns out like he he was he was near here because he was seeing like a, a hooker who's like near here she you works know. in the church yeah she or she works yeah she, they, they say she works out of the church but yeah, whatever maybe yeah but so they have a lead on this lady so yep this is where like we clearly see the killer like with this weird shotgun pistol thing across the street with a scope and yeah, he's, he's like, just there he's he's time to murder them. yeah he's like oh they're getting close so they mm-hmm. he tries to murder him but like a bus passes by and he doesn't get a chance yeah so they go in they th- talk to the whore she has a baby and she she slips out of whore mode and goes into mother mode and is just like please my baby i have to do this and and they're they're kind of dicks to her until like Wingshauser just grabs her face and looks at her and is just like all right i believe you and they, he? he's got, you know, truth detection powers or something. Right. I don't know. He does. This is the only person he doesn't give money to, which is really strange. He does. <laughs> the one no, per- he gave money to her. Oh, that's right. He, yeah. He tucked it in the basket. That's basinette. right. Yeah. He gave, no, he gave it to the baby. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the baby got $10. Yeah. Everyone in the montage got $10. It's like y- your grandma came to town. $10 for you. $10 for you. <laughs> Gotta get you something nice. To sneeze at in Get some gumballs for your chewing. <laughs> Oh, this is all right. <laughs> Here's ten dollars. Go see a Star War. Right. Ten dollars like fifty bucks I'm now. Not, I'm just saying, yeah. it's just weird that he's just handing out ten dollar bills. Anyway, so they leave, bump into the killer dude, and are like, "Oh, excuse me, sir," and walk away. And then that dude goes up and kills the hooker. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't have any idea. No, I'm not saying they were bad. At I mean, this. I mean, this is the first time you can clearly see he's missing like two fingers on yeah. one of his hands. Yeah, it does never really becomes much of a plot point, no. except it's just like, hey, look, the guy only has three fingers on one yeah, hand. Yeah, it's weird. Or two fingers and a thumb. But uh, but yeah, so like, yeah, he murders the lady and we don't know what happens to the baby. Murders the lady and you just hear baby crying. It's like the baby got orphan vision immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't there to, to utilize it. <laughs> um, then. Uh, so uh, this is when he goes home and takes a yeah. bath. <laughs> and he goes and he puts I, there well, must be, I don't know, half an inch of water in this tub because it's just a big giant tub that appears to have no water. Well, it's like it. it's like a freestanding clawfoot tub, yeah. you know, like in the middle of the room kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So he's just chilling in this tub. The 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 murderer is across the street with his weird gun and oh, just, he's got a different gun now. 
He's, he has, oh, it's he an had, Uzi with a... This is like an actual like rifle with a scope on yeah. it. But, but. So he lights up there this the the dude's you know apartment whatever this thing is. Well, he's no, he's in uh, his ex wife's place. But it's still his place. It's his place. He had a key. Okay, sure. He just left. He went to New York. All right. Well, <laughs> he was there when he shouldn't be. When she no, I know. I, I just I want to point out like simultaneously this, she is meeting with a heretofore unseen guy. Yes. Um, who's like a Tony Robbins motivational dude? Basically, he's just got a room of like fifty people chanting some like "We can be better." Power to people. Find things. the power. Yeah, find the power. Mm-hmm. And because he's basically like, and she's sitting there like, suck. "Well, what is this?" Uh, he's got some. <laughs> you know charisma or something and then like yeah. she was there to interview that guy like, right what's the secret reporter what's your secret to your success so like she that's why she's not home and right he's just like oh man long day yep i gotta soak in so, this soak tub. In, the, in a little bit of water in this tub uh so the the apartment gets lit up and he flops around you get some wings dings hanging out there <laughs> uh <laughs> nice and uh yeah, he just he runs across the street and that, why do why do people do this in movies? Like if you get know. shot at from another building, why even bother run over there? Yeah, it never they're, they're never still there. Yeah, you're just gonna exhaust yourself, you know, because he's all bloody because you know. Yeah, he's been hit. I mean, well, not, I don't know if he's been hit or if it's just like he was sliding around on the floor with glass and everything else that got knocked he's off. He's been injured. He's got yeah. he's got a wound on his head and his shoulder is cut. Yeah. Um. So she's she's done with the interview. Is like coming home and there's broken glass everywhere mm-hmm. and. uh and this and rest, means it's sexy time to the song. Um, well, yeah, like she comes home and is like, what's this glass? And he's just like plinking on the piano and still all <laughs> bloody. Ass? Yeah. And then <laughs> the piano, by the way, has been shot to hell. <laughs> so yeah. he's just plinking on the keys that still work. Yeah. It begins sexy time in, in, in a hammock. Sex hammock. Yeah. Of course, they fall this out. Is a of bad idea. Hammock. Yeah. Yeah. They she fall, fall out, out of the hammock. But they, they giggle because. Yeah. Whatever. Well, wings plows her. And. Yep, that'll yep. do. Yeah, and then they fall out of the hammock. Yeah, yeah but the, I mean, this but, is like yeah, an extended right. scene, scene, and it has a it has the the fuck theme from uh, Deadly does. Force. It does have the fuck theme from from Deadly Force. Yeah, it was it was at this point actually where I think you asked me what the name of this movie was. Yeah, because because I was like, oh, it's the fuck theme from what is this? What is this again? <laughs> Like, honestly, I was like, was this L.A. Bounty? No, that was another Wings yeah, that, movie. La Bounty. That and was, actually, that title applies more to this movie than the other one. Kind of does. Yeah. Because there's a bounty out for this dude. Yeah, and they're in L.A. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, it's really, that's why I was confused, because I was like, L.A. Bounty would be a good title for this movie. Yeah. But it's not. No. Um, yeah. Anyway, so they, yeah, they had the sex. Um, so, yeah, they're now kind of <laughs> back together, sort of. I don't know. I. They're still kind of sniping at each other, but it's like. Now they're like, oh, you know, we're... she gets a call from someone at a movie studio and they're like, let's go there. It's weird because this is this is never previously established who this person is. And this person calls her in a panic. It's like, they're oh, like, my God, listen. they're like, oh, my God, I tried because uh, this was she oh, actually, they went to her, yeah, off, they went to her, her office, office and yeah. he's just like poking around like, oh, what's this? And he's oh, like, you work here. We'll have Sam break into the cop's office yeah, and he'll steal all, the, all the evidence and we'll go through it. That'll work. Right. And she's he, like, well, this is where they start. Like, he's like trying to find the pattern. And they're right. like, she's like, I've checked everyone and i can't find anything it's all seems random because they just killed like a waitress like yeah. a waitress just got killed oh, like a 90 year old waitress she's yes like the oldest or not a waitress she's a housekeeper right she's wearing like a what you traditionally think of as a waitress yeah dress yeah but yeah it turns out she's a housekeeper she's like murdered right outside of a yeah hotel because wings houser's like look there's like, usually a pattern people want to uh, when they do this they want the world to recognize that they're doing it this is just totally random this and, doesn't make any and sense i think this might be the first time he's like what if they're 
there is a pattern, but there's also some extra people in there just to throw us off. Yeah. And he's, that's when he's like, because I mean, like the, the, the thing is, is like someone drops like, yeah, he's murdering. Like there's no pattern. It's young, old women, men, children, mm-hmm. you know, just like nobody. Everybody's nobody's safe from this ex killer guy. Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she gets a call. And this person, like I said, never, never established who this is. But she's like, oh, my God, I've been trying to call you and I can't talk right now. Yeah. I'm in the security office of whatever studios. Uh-huh. Get down here. Oh, my God. Oh, I click. And it's like, what? Who, who are you? So they go to this movie studio and yep. walk in the security office and she's not there. Nope. So she's like, well, I'm a reporter. I'm going to look around. And they Yeah, but they don't. It's not like let's look around and investigate. It's like let's go in and fuck around in this studio prop well, warehouse. The, I mean, their very first stop is they go right to the prop room. Yeah. Basically, and yeah, they're just like, oh, look, a model ship. And yeah, oh, look, a dollhouse. These Ooh. are neat. Hey, you know, and then the killer guy is like up in the like the loft or whatever and mm-hmm. like knock something over and Wingslow's like we're not alone yeah it could be her but it might be something else right and then they they both go up there and he's got his gun drawn in the stupidest banner I've ever seen for a cop or whatever <laughs> it's like he's not even doing like the the incorrect hold it up thing he's just like got it kind of gangster yeah. style like not even full hand holding it just like mm-hmm. like he's this was about- before we knew how guns work well, I'm saying like he, he looks like he, he looks like he's about to go into like a wanted curve the bullet thing at any point in time you know <laughs> yeah. um but, like, we get an honest-to-God cat scare out of, like, a kayak up there or some shit. Oh, God. Like, yeah. and, they're, and they're like, oh, it's just a cat. And that's when the killer's like, ha-ha. Two by four to your face. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then Wings gets hit and is just like, oh, God. And just kind of tumbles down the stairs a little bit. <laughs> and she's, like, looking at the kayak, like, do I use this as a weapon? What do I do here? And then... Well, she, she's the one that introduces the two by four to the equation. Cause right. Because, uh, yeah, she goes all hacksaw there for a second and yeah. is like... Yeah, and um, yeah, she gets knocked into this like they have a hammock net type thing with a bunch of mannequin parts yep. just dangling. Always over with this. the hammocks. She loves the yeah. hammocks, and she basically get no- gets knocked into that. And there's, I guess, well, we assume it's the lady they were there to meet who's murdered and has the X on her forehead. Yeah, and they tussle with this guy for half a second, and he's just like, "I'm out," and runs out. He runs out. Wings is about to give chase, but this lady is just like, "Get me out of this thing!" Yeah. And he's like. Okay, fine. So he goes and gets her out of there, and then they go get in his, his car, and then it's car chase time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a weird car chase because like it's they're they're keeping up with this dude pretty well, and then at one point like he keeps trying to get out of the car and fire at him or do something, and, and then he ends up running back into the car until one, he, do, he does it. One he's yeah. at one point when he stops and shoots, he manages to shoot the guy in the leg, which makes. No sense. Not sure how that happened. How do you... I mean, <laughs> I know cars aren't bulletproof, but they're bullet resistant, yeah. at least, or at least... There should be at least six things that bullet goes through before it lands in that right. dude's leg. And, <laughs> and the leg is the Car one doors place. are like wet paper. But also, he sh- was shooting from behind the yeah. car. Like It's like... It's just, a great shot. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like through trunk, through two sets of seats, and... yeah. But he's basically like, oh, look, he's weaving and in and out. And also, your so. leg, where you got shot in the leg is, yeah, it's is, like the upper thigh. is, para- is horizontal <laughs> in a car. Yeah, he's a great shot. Okay. Yeah, maybe he did do the wanted bullet thing. That's yeah. that's why he Could was be. showing off that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like they, he eventually catches up to that dude, and the dude has crashed into the wall outside the institute for the guy who's like, find your power. Mm-hmm. 
and scales over the fence and he misses that so he's like oh well we'll just go in the front door and man it's like when they go in like they're, they're driving out the the it, the exit for this place and like everyone's leaving at the same yeah. time so like because they have to like weave around like four cars mm-hmm. and then eventually just pull up and plow over some piece of modern art yeah and he jumps out with a gun and like of course all this dude's security guards are like what the fuck and pull guns on him he's, he's like, like he's like the ex-killer is here i trapped him on your compound put your guns down let's go get him yeah and they're all like oh, oh okay all right and so he's like, get all the people inside mm-hmm. and, you know, lock the place down. And he's he's skulking around on the outside looking for this dude. Meanwhile, ex-killers climbed up on the roof. Yeah. Um, the power the- power guy and, and, and his and his ex-wife or actually, I guess, the wife are in his office where we've seen before. Where he's like giving her a, a wet cloth and yeah. a drink. And, and he's like, like oh, feel better. Okay. And then because this dude's got, you know, Spanish tiles, like the guy knocks one off or yeah. creaks it or whatever. He's like, oh, let me get my gun mm-hmm. and leaves her alone. And of course, that's the window where he comes in is he's yeah. about to murder her and starts to murder her. Yeah. Starts to like strangle her and power of positive thinking dude busts in and shoots this guy. And, and, and it's played out like, cause like wings Towers are like, Oh shit. Gunshot runs in yeah. and it's played out for a second. Like he shot both of them. That's what I thought. Right. Cause like she is totally out. Like, yeah. She is not moving. I thought that she had been drugged. Yeah. Like I, that's yeah. what I figured when he brought the drink out is he was going to drug her and do some, you know, I don't know. Shit. I th- I thought he just shot through both of them. Yeah. And but no, she's fine because he kind of like slaps her and she's like, oh, OK. Yeah. And then they're just like, well, I guess we're, we're leaving here. Um, and it's weird because like, so you're like, OK, this movie's over. And then the next scene is Sam dressed as a cop breaking into the chief's office to steal all the evidence. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he doesn't know that. this No, is I know. But down, like but, right away, the movie's telling you, no, this movie is not over. Yeah. Um, so they just like they go back to the apartment, the shot up apartment. And well, they, the, well, the cops should come in like, you know, the corner dude is like or whatever CSI guy is like, I told you he was missing his fingers. Like, that's why we never got full prints. And yeah, I told you. Yeah. Full yeah. prints is the only way you catch people. Yeah. <laughs> Not a print. Always but... go full prints. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So th- there's that bit of information, and then they're like, "Okay, well, let's go through these files anyway. Maybe we're missing something." Yeah, they're just sitting in the bed, like still trying to connect the dots, and she's, and, and then because like Wings immediately comes up with a theory of like that dude didn't seem like he was nervous to be there. He seemed like he was going there for a reason. Yeah, he wasn't trying to get somewhere. He he had arrived, and he was like. He was there to kill the power of positive thinking guy. Yeah, maybe that was it. And then, and then they were also like, "Well, why would he go into a public place that has armed security guards?" Yeah, that's weird too. Yeah, boy. Uh, so and maybe they're there to kill him. And then all of a sudden, they're like, "Well, there's a connection because uh, housekeeper th- lady's yeah. husband was in prison for twenty years. He's there now." And then like this person was in such and such prison. And they're mm-hmm. like, "Well, let's go to the prison tomorrow." Yeah. Okay. And they they don't really get much information there, but no, they go and they meet with the husband, and he's like, they basically like show him a list of the of the murder victims, and he's like, yeah, this guy was a guard for like a couple of years, and obviously that's my wife, and that's yeah. my wife, and uh, <laughs> over here is like somebody else who had something to do with the prison. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, the 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 John from the hooker right. earlier was like a temporary barber when their when their prison barber got shanked. So he's like, yeah, so there's three people here that were like, Jesus. that had something to do with this prison. Uh-huh. And he's like, don't recognize anybody else. He's like, nope, got to go by. And this basically from this, they go to a room where it's like, let's look at, you know, uh, they, they have a like overhead transparencies of mug shots. And it, then, well, it's like a, it's like a composite artist guy, but he's got them all in overhead transparency yeah. so he can layer them like superimpose them. 
Oh, it's fucking superimposed. (laughs) It's It's a fairly clever way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's basically just like, all right, start with this guy's, uh, this supposedly guy. That's what was one of the people. He's like, yeah, this guy was set on fire. Yeah. Yeah. He was talking about like some guy who was like, got all the inmates and the guards together to like run the scams until like one day they'd had enough and they burned him alive. Yeah. And it, and he's like, oh, that's that's weird. So yep. he's like, the prison preacher? He's like, no, not really. Not exactly. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right, we'll, we'll start with the composite sketch of that guy. And then like they have basically power of positive thinking guy and and his, picture, his picture's on the front page yeah. of the newspaper. And he's like, well, you know, like do this and like put hair on yeah, him. put a hair on. And he's like, holy shit, it's him. It's this. It's that guy. He he was the guy who supposedly burned alive. Right. He's not dead. So him. Yeah. Must have been. This all makes sense. Now let's go get him. Yeah. So they. Uh, yeah. So they at first they're just oh, like, wait, 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 hold on. Uh, OK. So there was there was a bit after uh, after power of positive thinking guy killed the bad guy because the police chief is like well the 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 head the, the ashley the the main bad guy he's gonna be real pissed oh, right, that you yeah. can't pay him any money and oh i called him here he is well they, yeah they, they say oh that's how a bitch he called him because right. yeah he was like they were just like ah oh, fuck I, yeah. you know and he was like waiting at their house and like there's, there's another mini car chase so they do this whole car chase where he, just the entire time Wingshauser is yelling at his wife to get down even though even when she is she's mostly down the entire time but she does keep popping up on occasion mm-hmm. so he his yelling is somewhat appropriate uh, but he just basically that makes that guy drive into a pile of cars and flip over and well, they, die. They drive through <laughs> like one of those warehouses that has a loading ramp right. and an exit ramp. Yes. And like they the exit ramp goes they, through a door. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the, on the other side, it's like the exit ramp is like through a window because they like they launch and like, you know, you get like sudden stunts of a car yeah. like mm-hmm. flying through a window. Yeah. I mean, they fucking launched this car. It's yeah. like, oh, my God, a stunt. Yeah. <laughs> Hooray. And then, and then um. Yeah, the Ashley, the gangster, <laughs> like tries it as big, heavy Mercedes and yeah. basically like flips his car over and oh yeah, I guess he's dead. I don't I'm know. Dies. Pretty sure he's dead. Maybe yeah, that dude's dead. But anyway, so that happened. Um, so that wraps up that yeah, story. But they're they're like, oh wow, I can't believe we we figured it out. Like, you know, it's this guy. Well, we just got to figure out how we get to him. And then they're like, well, good we'll thing just, uh, Eddie. We didn't even mention that his ex wife's name yeah. isn't there. And Edwina. she's out doing some thing in the cornfields, just like that. And he's like. It's not cornfields. It's Canfield. That's the name of the, his place. Uh, Holy shit. She's there right now. We, we got to get there. And, and Sam's like, it's no big deal. He's, she's not going to say anything. He's like, this is my ex-wife we're talking about. She's going to blab the second she gets there that we're over at the prison gathering information on this. So and to be uh, fair, she almost does. She almost does. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, they they break in and knock over a big stack of folding chairs. That's how they're given like that. They give away like they karate chop one dude, like one guard outside and like knock him out. Master lockpick thief man is able to stealth his way into this house. And then there's a giant pile of folding chairs in front of him that he just (laughs) tumbles right over. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so power man is like, I better go check on this. Please excuse me. Oh, it's it's two seconds after they knock over the chairs. There's two guards yeah. and him standing there with guns. Like, and he's just like, "What are you doing in my house?" And and Wingshauser's like, "Oh, there's my wife. Yeah. Come here. I'm jealous. I, Get I, over here. I just need to talk to her for yeah. a second. Just come over here for one second that I can talk to you." <laughs> this is the only kind of funny thing in the movie because he's like <laughs> he's whispering. So like you know, obviously we can hear it, and you know, realistically he could hear it, but he's whispering yeah. to her like. Okay, seriously, for one time in your goddamn life, (laughs) will you just listen to me and take me at my word? Yeah. You have to get away from here right now. He's the murderer, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know. Yep. And she's just like, what? You're crazy. Get it. You're dumb. 
I regret and sleeping then, with you in the hammock. And then eventually they like, you know, he drops his, you know, dead names on basically whatever his yeah. thing is. And then it's like, yes. you know, and then he's like, what? Who is that? I don't know. That person's dead. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, no, it's you. And then it's just. Yeah. Then it's just a Mexican standoff because like his bodyguards have a gun on him. He has a gun on him. He's got a gun on her. The other guard <laughs> no. has a gun on Sam. Mexican standoff is what he had with the guy at the beginning. The Puerto Rican guy. Oh. Although then the guy says, I'm Puerto Rican asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and then True. Wing says, I'm French German and whatever. Yeah. And I've got a gun. So, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, this is just running back and forth throughout the house. Well, the way they, they get away from this is um, Sam has, has procured two of his picks from his lockpick kit <laughs> and is like, they basically do the now and like knock, conveniently <laughs> knock all the guns out of the way, which I, I don't know who knocked the gun that was on her because like he put he produced like one of those like little derringer things out of nowhere yeah. and is like sticking you know pointing it at eddie his ex-wife or mm-hmm. current wife whatever and then they they just do the now thing and then like he jams his picks in a light in a light socket and all the lights of the place go off because that's how it works yep yeah they're all on the same circuit yep. obviously and uh wings manages to kill both guards mm-hmm. yep <laughs> uh power man and his ex-wife escape um together because power man is dragging her throughout the house now because she's a hostage yeah. uh they luke cage is in this no oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they go upstairs and wings kind of like peeks around a corner and immediately gets shot in the leg mm-hmm. and he's just like i very good with my aim i know what i'm doing with a gun you know and throughout the rest of this wings is holding his groin like <laughs> he's not been shot in the groin but that's where the pain is hey apparently. you don't know where wings I, begins and ends that's, there, well, that's all I'm I, yeah i guess i don't <laughs> his wing dings, his maybe, wings dings. maybe more of a wing <laughs> dong <laughs> yeah yeah so uh god this is just they keep going upstairs and downstairs back and forth and just making wings like just he's he's I mean, playing this like in a in a sitcom like tim conway has stabbed himself with novocaine in the leg and is yeah. just comically dragging around a dead leg throughout the rest of this yeah. eventually um, the wife does get away and so like there at some point he's just like get the hell out of here or help me but i'm going after him yeah kind of thing yeah um and then they're like outside like oh where'd he go and they conveniently walk right by the garage which is like i i, I love this is one of my favorite things in movies that's like cars immediately start and are in drive yes like it's like lights come on and <laughs> you know like almost runs wings over no actually does wings hits it the hood hit, of the car yeah. and then he slams on the brakes and wings goes like, flying into a, oh, a, a like a brick not yes. a brick wall but like a, a concrete concrete wall. wall wings takes flight yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah he looks like he hit hard on yeah. that wall mm-hmm. yeah yep horde um there was a bit earlier too where dude had wings down on the ground and was shooting at his head and has grazed his face with a bullet. Mm-hmm. Um, but he got out of that. Yeah. That and then yeah they so they did the car thing and so guys like ha ha yeah. he's just laughing maniacally at this point like I'm fucking power man you know and he drives away and wings just shoot this shoots the the car trunk yeah the, which, which you, immediately goes. Boom. <laughs> Yeah, like it's a fucking pento. And then there's a shot of him driving through his lawn with the trunk on fire, just like, ah. And, and then he hits another, I guess it's an invisible ramp. Yeah. Modern art thing that flips his car. And then, of course, it, it like it's sort of two, two stages explodes yeah. because like there's a small explosion it, that it, we see. It actually lands upright for, yeah. for it ramping. But then it's like, oh, first explosion. I guess they're going over there like, well, let's make sure he's dead. And then like big explosion. And yeah, we still never get to see like a charred body or anything like, nope. Yeah. They're setting up that deadly force sequel. Someone really should have said, look, he's done this before. <laughs> he had people in prison set it up to look like he had been set on fire. We really need to double check right. this. 
But really, all that happens is that the cops show up, and Wings and crew are trying to limp away. Yeah, like hospital. Uh, yeah, and the chief is just like, get back here. I need to know things. And Wings is like, no. <laughs> Going to the hospital. <laughs> Been shot in the dick. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then freeze credits. Freeze frame. Yep. So Deadly Force is over. Maybe he's dead. We assume I, he's, he's dead. He's dead. I mean, he's dead because there's never a sequel. Right. We have to assume Therefore, he's, he's dead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Deadly Force is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a movie. Yeah. Huh. Here's here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't really like Deadly Force. Okay. No. Um. I kind of kept thinking it was going to build to something cool. And there were little hints of things here and there. Like, there's some lines of dialogue where someone put some effort in. And there's the occasional stunt, although most of the stunts look like things went real wrong and they just kept it. Um, but this is just a very middle-of-the-road nothing movie. Like, there's just super long stretches of, I don't care. And once they get into this... See, like, the first hour of this feels like it's everything but what the movie is advertised to be, which is specialist super cop Wingshauser is back in L.A. to stop a menacing serial killer, and it's really all about just people bothering Wingshauser for most of it. It's just schlubby detective Wingshauser yeah. goes and bothers people for I an mean, hour. Everyone hypes him up to be like this amazing cop who broke all the rules and got thrown out of town, but he never seems to do anything that's like, oh my god, you were... I mean, all he really did was he put together... He roughs up some street folks. Yeah, but it's just... I don't know. It... And I also don't feel like we got any kind of Wingshauser goodness in this, especially like coming off of L.A. Bounty, where he was just fucking nuts. I mean, he's fine in this, but it's just he does. He's he doesn't have anything to work with. And the movie is not as big as it pretends to be Mm -hmm. Um, like I didn't I didn't sample any of this when, you know, I was just like, it's new on Blu-ray. Shout Factory put it out. So it's obviously not complete garbage. Uh Wingshauser's in it. We now know he's crazy. That'll be fun. It's got force in the title, and the description is exactly what we want. Loose cannon cop, serial killer, let's do this. And it's just... it. All that stuff feels like it's on the back burner, and it just feels like a bunch of padding and, and stuff to get from point A to point B, and none of it makes a lot of sense. And I'm just disappointed by it, so... I don't hate it. Uh, <laughs> May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> Five bags. Fuck you and everyone you know. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm just going to give it a bag and say it's it's just it's just bland. It's just I mean, it's well made for a cheap B tier movie from the early 80s, but it's just bland. Yeah, um, it's not much of a change, but I'm going to give it a single jocks. I, I I feel like it's kind of worth watching. I mean, it's 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 pretty much a direct ripoff of the first Dirty Harry. I mean, serial killer thing, you know, mm-hmm. like in the background, but it's not it's it's like it's there, but it's not the main reason you're there. You're kind of like you're watching the police side of it, you know, and it's like this is the end game, but it's like this isn't like what you're watching throughout most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like he, he has none of the swagger or anything that Dirty Harry does, uh, but they're like they're it's obviously to me just supposed to be a Dirty Harry ripoff, okay. you know, kind of movie. Sure. Um, but it's it's fine i mean I, I think it's it's watchable it's it's nothing particularly memorable like yeah. like we said there's a couple of, of clever you know angry police lines and stuff like that but mm-hmm. it just ne- it never gets to like any kind of level that we want they don't even go to the damn la river despite like literally driving over a bridge for it they drove point. over the la river like 10 times yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's 
I don't know. It's just it's 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 mostly forgettable, but I, I would say it's it's okay to watch if you know one one jocks is like, eh, watch it if you want to. <laughs> And they used zero iconic, like, L.A. locations. Come yeah. on. Yep. Learn from La Bounty, or <laughs> I don't even remember if La Bounty yeah. had L.A. locations, but learn from... Learn really, from... At least go to the Snoopy house or whatever it was. Oh, the Pooh yeah. house. Pooh no, house. Yeah, go yeah, to the Pooh house. Poo house. Uh, Snoopy, wrong character. Check out the Pooh house. And my favorite place to eat, the Pooh house. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was Winnie the Pooh house. Yeah, but still. Get some honey for your money. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> Sounds more like a honey wagon. <laughs> no, you don't want to eat it. Yeah, that's honey what wagon. I mean. Um, I feel like you'd have seen this on, like, USA on a Saturday afternoon, and would have thought, "Man, I'd like to see the like." I don't know what the this is rated, rated. But, oh, yeah, I'd it, like to see the. It's a seriously easy movie to edit down to TV. Like, yeah. there's barely any swearing, and then you cut out the. The wing dings running from the guns thing right. and the, the hammock sex. You know. But you'd, you'd see this and think, man, I bet there's some cool shit that they're leaving out. No, not really. Yeah. Um, I mean, these days they would just like throw the face blur on his butt, you know, let's keep that right. scene in. The they face would... blur on his butt. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title, face blur on his butt. Um, but this is totally skippable. There's nothing, nothing you really need to see in this movie. Um, I'm sure there are YouTube clips out there. The trailer probably does it. Yeah, probably. So I, I think I'll just slap this with slap this in one bag, and uh, let it ride. You don't. Nobody needs to needs to bother with this. Like, <laughs> yeah, nobody needed nobody towels. Needs yeah. yeah, I, I'm kind of surprised that like somebody bothered to put this on Blu-ray. I was thinking that during this movie too, like, and was th- are there huge fans of yes, I mean of this movie of Deadly Force of the era of the kind of grindhousey early eighties sleazy kind of thing, but this is very light on the sleaze. Like that's the thing; it doesn't even go that far. It's not even like the seedy underbelly of L.A. where people are getting carved to death. You know, it's like. Oh, there's a dead person. <laughs> well, the, the, I, this reminds me. I mean, I know it's it's 20 years after it, but remember like the early days of sci-fi movies, like mm-hmm. before it was all asylum bullshit, mm-hmm. and like you'd watch it on the sci-fi channel, and then like they put it on a video, and it's like, oh, this scene, there's a scene with yeah. boobs. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. it's it's just slightly different, so it's like it gets you to like go buy it or something. Mm-hmm. It feels like that. Like this feels like a TV movie where it's like, except for two scenes that yeah. weren't in that mo- cut. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 fine. It's just. But I mean, like looking at this, like this should have had, there should have been another. This should be like a double featured disc. Like there should have been another of the era movie yeah. on here to justify another this. force movie, perhaps. Yeah, or another Wings Hauser movie because he's in 130 goddamn movies. Yeah, um, yeah it's yeah, surprise. It, we're secretly now a Wings Hauser podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's well, just, it's it's just strange because this feels like a movie that should be, as you said, sleazier. I yes. Mean, um, yeah. Or, you know. More grindhousey, more ricochet, mm. less whatever mm-hmm. this is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it feels like they made a direct-to-video movie in a time before direct-to-video movies were a thing. Yeah, but yeah, well, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, anyway, well. well, let's take a quick break, shall we? Yes.
All right, welcome back. Hey, Babcast. This is the second half. Is it? It's a. It's gonna be a truncated second. This half. is the second part. Well, we always say that, and then we end up like piddling around about something for way too long. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm gonna talk about a TV show for 20 minutes. Let's go. Okay. Uh, I only want to. I'll, I'll start only in that. I said we were going to talk about our theater experiences when we were talking about in game last week, and don't worry, there is no spoilers. This is this is wholly about the cinema experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just to give you backstory, I went on opening night, and somebody thought it was a great idea to bring a two year old along to a three plus hour movie experience on the first showing, the first night, and that went about as well as you can imagine. Um, Based on your description, I think it was a younger child than that. Like based on your description of the noises, maybe. Which I mean, any any child from yeah zero to five, ten, yeah, I don't know, even at least five or older. I mean, just just to the age that when you say "shut up," it registers and they shut up. Yeah, <laughs> there should be a certain age where they, I understand that. I there ought to be a fucking law. I want to shut up for I fear for my own life. Right. Um. Anyway, um, it was bad, and except for the the final act, which you know the kid finally fell asleep and. The audience reactions were everything that you wanted them to be, uh, but I could I basically couldn't enjoy the movie properly because of how shitty the overall experience was. Chuck also had a similarly terrible theater experience. Oh, mine was worse. Yeah, <laughs> well, arguably, Chuck almost caught on fire. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not going to concede yours was worse because you're you're oh. watching. You're, I'm saying no. I'm saying your watching of the movie was unimpeded. Once it except finally, for when it was impeded twice. Okay. And then got downgraded to the shitbox theater. Right. But I'm saying when you were watching the movie, when it started and it played all the way through, people were behaving as they were supposed to, correct? The Yes. The okay. second showing that day that I took off work to see Endgame, the second showing played fine. Okay. It is equivalent to when you went back to see Endgame and no one made bap noises. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm just getting at that I went and saw it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it was just kind of bizarre because it was almost the exact opposite experience like almost no reactions to anything like full pack to the gills theater and i don't know if i was just at a showing where everyone was like i'm going to see it again time and like you know reactions would have been forced or you know disingenuous mm-hmm. but i still wanted to react but everyone was just like mm, being quiet there was one one exception that was a different reaction from the first time that was funny because of how quiet it had been. Hmm. Um, I can't really say what it was and what it was to because that would be somebody smothered. just get up and go, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say it was, I'll, I'll tell you off air, but okay. it's, I don't know. I feel like the, I feel like the world, like the fucking moratorium on spoilers, not by me. I'm, I'm, right. pl- I'm playing by, I feel like the moratorium on spoilers is fucking over for the internet. It was everywhere, up, like everywhere. It's like Sunday night. You know, God, Thanks to this, and oh man, what'd you think of this? And here's these oh, people. Man. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> I, I just feel like it's fucking everywhere now. But anyway, I'm I'm still maintaining it. If you haven't seen it, I'm not going to be the one that. Yeah, does it. people it, now have taken the biggest moments in that movie and have added alternative soundtracks to them. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, I saw one today where I was just like, really? Yeah. Like, what about this huge moment in Endgame? But what if it had? this bit of music instead mm-hmm. i think it would go a little something like this <laughs> but yeah i mean it was it was good to see because like i realized i missed an entire lead up to a plot thread because it was either when i was yelling at these people to make their child shut up or just sitting there stewing in my own you know anger mm-hmm. because oh, the, the part when um 
Thanos drove the Thanos truck off of that cliff. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, it was full of tacos and Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty cool. Yeah, that was good. Uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> but no, I just I, I I totally missed like a plot thing, like not not a big moment, just like a. I was just I I was watching a scene and I was like I don't know how or why they got here, like kind of thing. I know exactly I, what you're talking about. Yeah, because yeah. like I totally missed like the setup for it. And I'm like I have no idea what's happening right now except I'm going along with it. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. Uh, anywho, just very different experience. BJ, would you? I have I have another thing to talk about, but I don't want to monopolize. So. Um, I don't really have much to talk about except for, um, Game of Thrones. Everybody is watching it. This but, is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also so many people are live tweeting what is going on on Game of Thrones, and I cannot believe how much of a thing that is. It's so weird how that is just the instant a scene is on TV, it's okay to spoil all of, all of that. That show is basically like a live event, like if you were yeah. watching a football game. It's like game if you're watching or, WrestleMania. Yeah. It's like WrestleMania every Sunday. You were just live tweeting it and... It's weird. I don't. I don't say a fucking thing. I haven't said anything about mm-hmm. Thrones or Endgame because I don't. I don't want to be that guy for anybody. But yeah. I think if it wasn't so taboo to have your phone out in a theater, if you wouldn't like get physically assaulted for having your phone out in a theater, mm-hmm. um, people would live people would live movies. tweet. Yeah, the movie is yeah. the first showing. Somebody would live tweet it, and then you would get the thread retweeted into your timeline, and it would be spoiled instantly for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also, there also seems to be a weird backlash against anti-spoiler culture. People are like, oh, this spoiler culture thing has gone too far. Yeah. I'm like, uh, A, fuck you. B, like, we never used to have the ability to get spoiled like this. It used to take some asshole kid coming into the lunchroom <laughs> on, you know, Monday morning go, I saw Starship <laughs> Troopers. He's <laughs> with you know, here's well, how it ends. I just, I mean, just because I just happened to watch this <laughs> today, I, I was watching a clip. Starship Troopers. Uh, it oh. was, I think it was back from the Last Jedi press tour, but I was watching a Graham Norton clip, and it was Mark Hamill, um, Daisy Ridley, and um, John Boyega mm-hmm. um, sitting on the couch, and Mark Hamill was telling a story about first Star Wars. It was like nobody gave a fuck. They were like, they didn't know that movie was going to be, be a big thing. He was like, he had the full script. He was like giving his friends like, look at this fucking shit I'm about to be in, like yeah. kind of thing. Like, oh, you mind if I show? Her? Nah, go ahead and show her. I don't give a shit. And like by the time the second one came around, it's like they actually wrote the wrong information in the script they gave everybody about the big reveal. I mean, <laughs> about who his father is. I mean, it's not a fucking spoiler anymore. <laughs> and like they actually they, the the original thing it's that Mr. Was, Hamill. Right? What the original thing that was in the script was that like Obi Wan killed your father. And that's what everyone thought was the big reveal. Like, oh, shit. You know, your fucking mentor killed your dad. Mm-hmm. And so, like, George Lucas, Irvin Kirshner, and Mark Hamill were the only ones that knew the the actual line. And mm-hmm. it was a closed set. And, like, and like yeah, because they dubbed Harrison, in James Earl Jones. Yeah, so. right. yeah, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, they didn't, they, no one else knew. And, they, and, like, he was just, you know, he he does an amazing Harrison Ford impression, Mark Hamill, if you've yeah, ever heard he it. And he was just like, I can't believe you didn't tell me this kid. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's just, I'm. I'm just saying, like, once that that's that's the kind of links people used to have to go to yeah. for this, and you know, just well, I saw hold it inside. Something started making the rounds. It was from the original press tour for Star Wars. It was a George Lucas interview, and it was like in the L.A. Times or something like that. It was just some big interview with him, and he just beat for beat tell told the entire story movie Star Wars in this article. Like, here's what you're gonna see. Okay, it's about this kid, and da da da, and they blow up the thing at the end, and you know, it's like the hell <laughs> like 
if that ever happened today, like that director oh, yeah. would never work again. Well, you saw that uh, one of the things in the press kit was the was it Empire, like Empire oh, Jedi 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 no, had Jedi handwritten notes handwritten note on everything that happens in that yep. movie. Yep. So the journalist before <laughs> before the movie even comes out has every single plot point, every single important plot point from, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. that movie. Yep. I don't know what all got printed, but you know those press kits go out way before the you mm-hmm. know before the movies go out and uh a lot of them have just beat by beat plot information in them and that's wild to think that that would happen they don't they don't even have scripts for like Endgame I think didn't have any paper scripts Robert they, Downey Jr is the only one that had the entire script yeah, yeah. everyone RDJ else had the had yeah. the entire script everybody else either had iPads on set or earpieces for to be fed their lines. Most of them have said it's the most disjointed. Like that's another reason why I'm amazed that Endgame is as good as it is because they all filmed so much stuff out of context. Yeah, like they didn't even know what they were saying or to whom or what it was even in reference to. Yeah, and that's amazing. I mean, that's a that's a skilled group of actors to pull that off, having absolutely no fucking idea who who they're even talking to. Which oh, mild amendment, and I'm still going to keep it spoiler free. We were discussing last week in our spoiler-filled half uh, mm-hmm. about Spider-Man Far From Home, mm-hmm. and there's a new trailer for that, which 100% yeah. solves that little debate we had. Yep. I like that they had... Um, yeah, they had Tom, Tom Holland, Holland in, the in, in the beginning. We're like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. if you haven't seen Endgame yet, don't yeah. watch this trailer. It's literally the first five seconds of that trailer is yeah. the biggest Endgame spoiler it could possibly be. Right. Yep. And it's just like, oh, yeah. well, all right. Which is... I'll go back to I'm I'm really surprised because I'm you know Spider-Man isn't MCU proper that I'm I'm surprised that they were like okay Sony you can make a Spider-Man movie that takes place after this this is what happens mm-hmm. like I'm surprised with the way that crazy you know level of control was you know that they were like here you you're gonna make a movie post this thing that we are keeping a tight lid on so those are actually made by Sony yeah yeah okay I mean Marvel has interaction in the what happens kind of thing but it's like. Gotcha. Sony's got yeah, the, the, the right. Spider-Man propers are still in Sony's hands. Yeah. So, but Sony had to have just been like, yeah, we need to we need to feed off of that, you know, your giant mega buster movie yes. as much as possible. So come on, come work with us, you know. And it's probably referenced in a few scenes and then not. Sure. Like, it's, it, I can't be a running theme throughout the whole thing. There's no way. Yeah. I mean, I almost feel like... Well, Marvel... there was a trailer before it, before yeah. Endgame. Yeah. With a totally different tone. Totally different, yeah. different tone. I, I feel like I, I would not be surprised to, when it, after it comes out, we learn that anything that was Endgame spoilery, the Russo's, Russo's actually shot it. Yeah. Like... Yeah, it's like... It's like... Like, like they, they were like, okay, you know, post-Endgame, we're going to send you these. And then you can put them in your movie at yeah, three points. It's like James Gunn handling the yeah. Guardian stuff in in uh, Infinity War and right. stuff like that. It was just like, no, I got this. This is <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I don't just yeah. That's all I really want to say about that. Yeah, that's an interesting concept. Like co-directing insert pieces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody actually in the in the live stream chat brings up a, a good question. Uh, when is it ever the right time to talk about spoilers? Uh, by that, I mean spoilers for old movies like The Usual Suspects and Empire Strikes Back. Is it ever okay? I mean, and that is from the fake BJ. I mean, some. I mean, Empire Strikes Back. It's like if you don't if you don't know that by now, you you've been living. I want to go live under the rock you've been living. Yeah, if you're waiting for like the Rian Johnson trilogy 
before you start your Star Wars journey. Rian? We're going Rian? Yeah. It's just Ryan. Rian. Rian. It's just Ryan. Rihanna. Okay. Rihanna. Yes, Rihanna's going to do a new Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> yes, she can do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be all, I'll be under her umbrella. It, it'll be Riri and Ray. Right. Anyway, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Sorry. Riri and Ray, directed by Ryan. Rian. 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 Yes. Rhiannon. If you're waiting for it's those Le- movies Le- to come out, <laughs> and then you're like, I'm going to watch all 15 Star Wars movies. No, fuck you. You've and also, the, the new thing is, we're done. After episode nine comes out, we're done with Star Wars, Skywalker shit. We have to be. If, if we're not fucking pull the plug like it, it cannot have anything to do with a skywalker after episode nine it's the rise of skywalker it i think i think that's a ruse i honestly think that that I, is a that I, is you a, don't you think that's the actual title of the movie no i i i think that's the actual title of the movie i just think that it's a it's a thing that they knew they were doing that would piss people off and it's not going to be what the people who are pissed off think it's going to be I have an idea of what it is. Oh, I'm not even it's, speculating. I'm saying, like, if there is another trilogy, it better not have anything to do with oh, any yeah. characters we uh, know. That's that has that's been the I mean. plan. However, yes. I will say that, you know, like when when you when they've been talking about making Star Wars games, and everyone has tried to branch out and not do the same shit, those games always get shut down. And it's like, no, you have to put lightsabers and Darth Vader in it. It can deal with. I mean, it's it's. He's probably going to be making an old Republic trilogy. Probably. Most likely. I mean, if it gets you all the things you want, your lightsabers and all that, mm-hmm. and, you know... References. It, references, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it's like... I'm just saying, it, it it can deal with Jedi or whatever. I don't particularly care about that. I'm not like... I just want to go see a Twi'lek dancer that, you know, that's on Tatooine. You know, I want to watch a trilogy about her. You know, I'm, I'm not like that. Like, I know that's not going to sell as a Star Wars thing, but right. I'm just saying, it, it cannot... can't have, like fucking r2d2 show up you can't like you've got to make a divorced from the skywalker star wars shit because it's right. a big fucking galaxy and yeah there can be other jedis or whatever shit but not the ones we know i mean in theory you could potentially spoil something for somebody at any time at sure. any time there's going to be someone who's like i haven't started my star wars journey yet you fucked me over yeah but rick and elsa do not end up together but <laughs> but like you got to weigh like the 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 cultural significance with you waiting forever to do a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I understand if you're 12 or something like that, but if you're an adult and you're just consuming internet content, stuff that is like huge cultural touchstones. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like the the, the spoiler shirt and all those things. Like if if it's on there and you don't know about it like this, like you you've had your chance. Like nobody's making nobody that made that like spoiler montage shirt is like. Those are all things that you should know, like Darth Vader's Luke's dad, you know, the, the <gasps> sl- Rosebud's the sled. You know, <gasps> yeah, it's all the ones that are like, if you don't fucking know this by now, what the shit? Like, where well, have you, you know, I mean, fucking Family Guy just just made Star Wars in Family Guy form. <laughs> no, how so, did that fucking happen? Because it's a Fox property. <laughs> Fox thirty. But I mean, you know, it, it, it that thing has been. I don't know if there's a, you know, like a specific number of years. Or something like that but once something kind of becomes part of the of the culture mm-hmm. um like when when brendan account is going i am your father it's like yeah. okay fuck if she knows it then everybody yeah. fucking yeah, knows right. it but i mean you know it's it's like everyone like what's the one line of dialogue everyone says from seven what's in the box what's, what's in, in the, the box? box right because everyone that's just Everyone has now focused on the ending of that movie, and everyone knows, although there's still some weird-ass debate some people 
have about the ending of that movie about what is and what is not in the box. All right. But well, I mean, it's a dick. I, only <laughs> Yeah, step one, 1. Yeah. Got all, all in the, the box. box. Yeah. Two. It's a dick. <laughs> I all right, just because just it you stinks. Get, just because and I'm not this is not me pointing fingers or calling out anything. I got to you spoiled a movie oh, on here. Descent. Oh, fuck yeah. the descent. Yes. No, no, no. I, like, I'm going to say something about it. It's like, that was wrong because that's not a super popular movie. It, it was just wrong in general. I was well, doing it to be a dick, and well, I apologize. For well, that. I'm saying like that it was a couple years old, and you could make the argument of like, what's the number of years? But it's it's, it's also zeitgeist. Like, you have to, yeah. you know, like, okay, like this movie made $600 million. And most people saw it, and the, the ending is out there, and right. you can't fucking avoid it. Yeah. That was a smaller movie that you didn't enjoy, and you're like, man, here's the ending. Yeah. Yep. I did. I, I did that. It's not, I apologize. This is not me pointing fingers. I'm pointing out that like age doesn't necessarily mean anything. Like if, oh, if a movie's sort of like lesser known. Yeah. I just like, you know, talking about Dirty Harry earlier, you know, it's like if someone was like, I'm going to tell you the ending of the fourth Dirty Harry movie, I'd be like, yeah, maybe I don't know if I've seen that or I remember that. Maybe don't, Yeah. you know, but also it's just like, yeah, okay. It has been 35 years. Maybe I should have seen it by now, but yeah, I mean, I get that. I but I just think like, man, if someone comes at you for spoiling Empire Strikes Back, fuck off. Well, <laughs> I mean, this is going to be me on old man soapbox again for a second, but mm-hmm. part of, part of this feels like both the arguments for spoilers and the backlash against the spoiler culture and all of this, it I feel like this is something that couldn't have happened a because the internet facilitates the direct injection of spoilers into your eyes mm-hmm. nearly immediately, mm-hmm. but also Ever since it came around, we were we were touted that like the internet is your playground. That it's everybody is their own thing, and they're all important, you know. And and it and it it precipitated this first culture, you know, like the 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 first comment thing. Oh, yeah. And and I feel like that's that's it's that same asshole mentality that it, that makes the spoilers happen in the first place. Like I saw this movie first. I've got to go out and tell everybody because that'll prove that I saw it. And it's like, well, it's the only reason stuff has gotten stolen. Like right, is right. It, like when people like got that copy of Game of Thrones last season from the production house or whatever. Right. It was only and, because there's the internet. And I'm not talking about the accident. Like I am super excited about this, and I'm I, be excited about it. But find someone it's uh, who has also seen it. Like mm-hmm. don't be like, oh, you haven't seen uh, Endgame. Well, you, remember this happens, and then this that was awesome. But this happens. Like, dude, I just told you I haven't seen it. I can't share in your joy. Yeah. And anything you're saying now is misdirected because you're you're now just being an asshole. That's mm-hmm. you know splooging your joy all over me when it's not what I want you know well speak yeah. for yourself <laughs> <laughs> well I, you know that, that's what I mean it, it, it's it, it's all it's all part of what's yeah. the, the the tragedy that is the, the internet but basically here's the thing too about the people who are defending spoilers like people should just shut up and, and accept that spoilers are going to happen these are the same people who are just like you have to accept that, that people are going to use their phones in movie theaters and mm-hmm. the 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 times have changed and and this is what kids do well and also like, like when also they were the arguing people... for teenage movie theaters where everyone could have their phones out and everything it was just like no you you were all the worst people well it's the it's the live tweeting thing i mean like sure how much are you paying attention to the thing if you're constantly trying to come up with a joke reference yeah. meme while the thing is happening right. just fucking watch it you're not you don't get any internet points for being the first one to post a thing mm-hmm. just let it happen when it's all over, be like, wow, man, like I've gone on my special group where we know we've all watched it and have your joygasm <laughs> together, yeah. you know, like, yeah, like I just like watch a thing. Enjoy one thing is all I'm trying to say. 
I, you need to find one thing. I am guilty of, in our Game of Thrones spoiler channel in the Discord, like me and J-Mac, we but talk those, about it during the episode. Yeah, but they're very limited, just like, oh shit, you know, I <laughs> yeah, mean, there's it's just, a lot it's, of, it's, oh shit. <laughs> I guess but, I'm not, I'm not yucking on the yum if that's what no, your no, thing no. is. I'm saying like, it's all part of this, like I said, it's that first mentality yeah. and it's, it's been around since the internet it came out like first comment i saw this first hipster blah 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 i saw this before it was popular i, I just like I to share my live opinions with everyone on youtube who posts the first comment they get immediately Good. shadow banned and they never get their comments published Don't shadow. can you full up can you non-shadow ban them can you like no i like the shadow banning better light ban? no because they still think they're being seen i got you it's just their comments go into the nether void do you still <laughs> oh, see so that they comment like only if I go into the the section of here are all the muted comments and it's just do people still like first 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 first. do people still like people who have been shadow banned comment on your subsequent videos first yes (laughs) because they don't know that's the thing they have no idea they've been shadow banned oh you probably ruined so many good second jokes (laughs) yeah I bet I did I was saying like that's to me is that is kind of hilarious like or seventh (laughs) nope I hate all of it I mean if that's the only thing you write it's not funny, but like most people will put seventh, and then like, what I was actually going to say is, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just, yeah, like like I said, it, it, it's it's all from that same mentality of like I like people think they're a fucking pioneer. It's like you're you're not. There's like there are no more pioneers. Like unless you can go to fucking space, you're not a goddamn pioneer. Well, we've already been to or, space. Or really deep in the water. You got to go up or you got to go down. Everything else is like nope. You're not fucking yeah. Lewis and Clark over here. Yeah. I would like these people to fuck off my planet. Sure. Yeah, that'd be fine, too. Yeah, but not before I get the chance to fuck off of my planet. I want to go to space, damn it. Okay. Yeah, I just, that's all. Old man rant over. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Fantastic. Um, What you should do mm -hmm. is you should find a, if you're out there and you're one of these people who has to talk about it, you should find a a place on like Discord or something Mm -hmm. where there's a spoilerific channel and you should go there and talk about things as soon as you've seen them. That way you can talk about them and you can be all proud that you've seen it before everybody else, but you're not spoiling the experience for anybody else. It's about consent, you see. Mm. It really is, yeah. I mean, everything is. I guess, do we have anything else? Do you want to talk about TV stuff? I I don't need to. Ah, Game of Thrones got like three, ep- two episodes left? Two. two episodes left, and then we can all relax. Actually, then we can all catch up on Chernobyl, which looks like it's pretty good. Yeah, I just yeah, that looks like a happy fun time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm actually, HBO is trying to. They is have it, is it like a docudrama? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, HBO is really trying to make Mondays a thing. They're like, oh. we own Sundays now. It's time to own Mondays. So, but like, man, I no. I knew it was coming on the next day when they ran the commercial, and then was promptly like, there's nothing on TV on Mondays, and then <laughs> forgot all about it. Or you so. could be like me and just forget to watch Game of Thrones on Sunday. I don't still don't know how I did that. I woke. I, I literally like got to work on Monday and was like, I didn't watch Game of Thrones last <laughs> night. Fuck. Closed Google News. Closed Feedly. Yeah. Closed everything that could possibly throw Can't me a spoiler. Can't look at fucking Twitter. Nope. No. No. Nope. I was like, well, time to look at. Random Wikipedia articles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You can, no, can't not, even not, hardly not, do not that. Not hit random, just like, oh, yeah, let me like, go oh, learn about chess. isotopes and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. i got to be ready for Chernobyl. i got to understand isotopes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> uh, the only thing, I, I don't want to do TV half. I just I will, I will say I've started watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, which 
I don't know how it took me this long to get to it because that is so very much my kind of show. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason I bring it up is first, I think it's fantastic so far what I've seen, which is about eight or eight to ten episodes. Um, and there's a connection to tonight's movie. Yeah. And Mrs. Hernandez was the prostitute who yep. gets murdered in the church. That that was All right. looking up IMDb people today. That was one of the weirdest connections of mm-hmm. this person in an 80s movie is now a regular on a 2019 television show. Yep. Which she doesn't. She had speaking lines in this one. She mm-hmm. doesn't on a crazy ex-girlfriend. She plays the communications director of the law firm and never speaks a word. That's funny. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you guys that I started watching Atlanta? No. Oh. Yeah, I started watching Atlanta before Game of Thrones came back on, which was kind of a mistake. Um, that show is good. Mm-hmm. It is not quite what I expected, but that show is good. And I it seems like it's going to go places. Oh, it does. I um, mean, <laughs> don't expect it to have a through line, per se, because it doesn't. I mean, it kind of doesn't. It kind of doesn't. Okay. Like, it. it's a weird show because it, I feel like it's just time hops or is just completely episodic like not episodic uh almost standalone like they'll just be like we're over here now we're doing this thing this episode okay so it's not real there's no like overarching not okay a little bit like you're kind of watching the rise of paperboy and the success but like it just kind of happens while others and occasionally like oh this episode is starting right after where they were in the last one okay but then it's like here's a weird ass episode where you know they're Doing you know, whatever random thing like going to okay. hell in Georgia or something, <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of that, like, a lot of the first season seems like it's kind of got a through line. Yeah, but... a little bit. Yeah, I mean, okay. somewhat. Second season gets real weird because I think that's like the where Darius answers a Craigslist ad and all kinds of crazy shit happens. Okay, probably the craziest episode of that show to date. Okay, yeah. Um. And once again, just because we're starved for content for this mm-hmm. half, somebody mentions in the in the live stream chat, Cobra Kai. Um, I watched like most of the first season. It's real hard to make me make myself give a fuck about that show. Oh, see, I loved it. I haven't watched season two yet, but I fucking I adored the first season. So I ha- I'm going to watch the second season. I just hasn't haven't gotten there yet. And Doom Patrol, I've only watched one episode so far. Like I, I basically started that right after I watched Titans, and I was like, I need to take a break from these. But I, like I started, it I was like, oh yeah, more of this, and I was like, mm, I need a timeout and watch something, yeah, mm. not dark and gritty superhero fucking right. I, yeah, I need to find a show like Parks and Rec or something <laughs> to kind of like lift me up. I've I've already watched Parks Parks and I Rec know. so much. I okay so. I wasn't going to talk about it, but yeah, I have started, I I've you out. watched the first two seasons of Parks and Rec in the last like week and a half. And that is, that provides joy. Mm-hmm. That is, that is a joyful show. Uh, there's, there's a little bit of meanness to it on occasion, but it is not a mean spirited show. Right. Generally people get their comeuppance at least. Either, Usually. Either it's either instant karma or, or like it's earned karma where it's like, yeah, fuck that guy. And eventually someone's going to say, hey, fuck that guy. There's there's one character on the show who is just constantly shit on for Jerry comedic effects. Yeah. And it's just like, OK, guys. But yeah, except when you when they show his, his good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, have, have you have you met his wife yet? No. Oh, OK. Oh, man. Yeah. When you when you see his his uh, how good everything is in his life, you're like, 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Gary, Jerry, <laughs> yeah. everything else. Gergich, is fun. Gingrich. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for a while, it feels like, God damn it, I wish they would stop being mean to him because he's like, a, he's a fuck up, but he's trying to be nice. Yeah. He's trying to be as good as everybody else. Right. But he's just a fuck up. Yeah. But later on, you'll. The, it mm-hmm. becomes it, deserved. <laughs> no, 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 no. Later on, it just like, okay. Yep. Well, so like there's, there's a, there was an episode. You know how he just handles everything like, oh, well, I'm sorry. Right. That's just me. Yeah. You you learn okay yeah because uh, there was an episode where they all they were all commissioned to to design a new mural because <laughs> like the murals mm-hmm. had all been you know and he he created something really awesome but when he went up there to present it he said murinal instead of mural <laughs> right. and they all just ripped him to shreds for saying that and they're just like get out of here Jerry you yeah. dumb murinal and like his was the best one of all of them but they're all just yes. like ah fuck get out of here Jerry you know God I love their original think... murals they're <laughs> just so horrific it's oh so my good. god I think it's that so happens. <laughs> I think something like that happens to him like three or four times throughout okay. the series. Well, yeah, God, every time they're just like, <laughs> let's, let's go on a tour of the of the building, and they just go to this fucking horrific mural where like they have tied an Indian to a tree and shot him with a cannon at point blank range. It's like Jesus, we're not Christ. we're not laughing at that. Know, it's just right. like it's like it's the just, horrific racism, and it's just like, well, it's part of our and, town. And what are all, you gonna do? And it's all done by like the Helen, the local yeah. muralist. Yes, <laughs> like, I mean it's 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 in perfect like municipal mural format right. too. That's what's right. so like, good about it. You wouldn't really. Glance if you just for, walked uh, by it, you'd yeah, have you'd no like, yeah, idea. It's a mural yeah. in a place like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Here's the first town interracial wedding between this Indian chief and this white lady. And they all died four seconds later. And it's just cr- just crowds of people on the outer edges of this mural running in to murder them. Oh, oh my God. All right. So... I know, God, you, I, I know you. I, I know you have a lot of Parks and Rec to go, but uh, please, Bert Macklin, you son of a bitch! <laughs> please, if you haven't started them, I mean, I would say the easiest thing to do would be watch The Good Place afterwards because okay. it's the same producer. Okay. Um, but then, uh, please start watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Okay. Like, if you want more joy in your yeah. life, you need to add those two shows to your lineup. I just, yep. I mean, get through Parks and Rec. I'm saying, like, when you're oh, don't worry when you're when you're done, you have those waiting for you. I am chugging through Parks and Rec. Yeah, there's a part late seasons that gets kind of difficult like I, I i got upset at the show when i was like why why would you why would you do this this is stop it and then the the resolution of it is is makes it makes it worth it okay so when you get to that point in in late seasons there's also one point where they jump ahead in time like three years oh i think it's the very last episode isn't it no it's like the last season oh I think it's the last season. They jump ahead in time. Oh yeah, you're right. Three yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I think the very last episode, they're like, "What about ten years later?" Or something like crazy. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. That's good. Parks and Rec is so good. Mm-hmm. And Perkins, you perfect land mermaid. <clears throat> right now, so I am I am in the early Roblo stages, and mm-hmm. right now Roblo is just walking around, pointing at people's faces, saying their names. <laughs> And Perkins. And Perkins. <laughs> yeah. And I've started doing this to people in my office. <laughs> it was literally the best thing ever. Literally. Yeah, he does over enunciate a lot of words like that. <laughs> I'm in perfect health. No one in the world is healthier than me. God, God he fucking nails uh, whatever that is yeah. that that is I mean, going it's, on it's with just that a, It's an extension of his character from Wayne's World, basically. <laughs> so... Yeah. 
I okay. I'm watching this show. It's like 12:30 in the morning, <laughs> and it's so it's the one where they all get the flu. Oh, and yes. so he is ha- like he didn't think he was going to get the flu but of course he has no body fat so he's like there's nothing here to protect me and he instantly is just the sickest man alive and so it's this mini montage of him being sick and there's just 12 seconds of him looking at a mirror ta- <laughs> talking to himself and he just says stop <laughs> pooping <laughs> With all intense seriousness of Rob Lowe acting God, the shit so out of it, and I fucking died. I no doubt woke up the entire household. <laughs> yeah. Oh, watch. man. Maybe I need to rewatch Parks and Rec for so like, good. the fifth time. The show's so good. Like, I haven't gotten to an episode where I was like, I mean, I understand binge watching him is a, is a different monster, but like, I haven't, there hasn't been an episode yet where I wasn't like, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> so. Yep. I routinely find myself I'm not a guy who like laughs a lot in private Mm -hmm. like I will think things are funny yeah but I just go "Hmm." yeah you know I do the little out the nose and right and move on with my life Mm -hmm. but Parks and Rec I routinely laugh out loud watching yep the same with like Brooklyn Mm Nine-Nine there there was a place there there was something in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and the problem with binge watching is I've promptly forgotten what yeah. it was. Yes. Like I stopped, had to rewind it. I was like, did what I think just happened happen? And I, <laughs> I played it back and I was like, holy shit. And I just started dying laughing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the problem with binge watching. Cause like all these other ones, I watch them week to week and it's like, oh, okay. That scene. Cause I remember it. Cause I've had a week to mull on how funny that was. Yep. Crazy. A girlfriend, like back to back. It's like, oh shit, that was really <laughs> funny. But now I can't remember what the context was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. and for a for a week to week show that is technically not an ongoing storyline, it is very good at telling an ongoing story without it being lost on a week to week television show. Yes, it's it, the, the through lines are very simplistic, and so you can you easily retain the information even like you took yeah. a break from the show. Um, We've got like the city's in financial crisis, mm-hmm. the pit. Yep. Um, and Perkins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, some other stuff like l- later on they will introduce other long stories, but it's all there's always like you can y- you pick up on what's going on early in the episode. There are a bunch of really good jokes, and then credits, mm-hmm. and the you know plot moves along a little bit. Yeah, and it's it's good sitcom. Like it's it's right. not one of these like you know. I think I've talked about this before, but it feels like a lot of TV shows are every season is a big storyline that you have to watch every episode or you're fucking lost. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks, Lost. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Lost. But there are shows like Brooklyn Nine-Nine that yeah. do it well. I think even The Good Place, I feel like you have to watch every episode oh, of that, that is, or you're yeah. fucking Anything gone. like that? That one actually like says like each episode is like chapter something of whatever. And if right. they do that, it's like oh, like you don't skip a chapter in a book. Why would right. you skip an right. episode of the show? Yeah, well, you don't skip chapters yeah. in books. Okay, I just neither do I. Another thing I've been watching. Uh, I I never got around to watching the last season of the Venture Brothers. I mm-hmm. it's it's one of those weird things. Like when it came out, I was like all excited, and I was like, God damn it, it's going to be like four years before they make another season. If, even if they, it's always like in peril of getting canceled because. Right. Um, because like how long it takes them to make a season but i was like i'm not gonna watch this right away i'm gonna mm-hmm. let it until i really need a fix i'm going to so i finally started watching it and i just got it there was one thing like 
when it happened, it was kind of funny. Um, there's just without any context, there's a there's a group of like the the old version of the super team that is kind of like the you know retired basically, and one of them just like out of nowhere has a stroke and it, like because he's a big beefy like super you know super old but like big beefy Superman looking guy, and he's just standing there and he clutches his chest and he goes toast. And then falls over, <laughs> and and so it's kind of funny at first, and like you know that's all he does. <laughs> but every episode, like at the end when the credits like um are like they will always pick like one sound clip, right? And so like it used to be like they always did the William Street Anvil sound for the Cartoon Network thing, mm-hmm. and then like but now they've just started you know substituting a, a sound clip from the show, and like that came at the end. And just once again, it goes toast, and I'm like <laughs> I just fucking lost it. I just like it was so much funnier the second time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Just... <laughs> that's some bad hat, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's all. Yeah. Fremulon. Mm-hmm. Sit, Ubu, sit. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Production yeah. company logo sounds. Ah. All right. Mm-hmm. We're done. Yeah. BMFcast.com. Um, Patreon. Patreon.com slash BMFcast. Uh, BMF at BMFcast.com. 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 9105-569-263. Go to the website. Join the Discord. uh, Give us money on Patreon. Buy a t-shirt. Big Cartel. uh, BearsuitStudios.BigCartel.com. Then Harlow says... Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Yes. Let's. Let's. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. <laughs>